This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Bez, what do you love? Well, John, it's a new sponsor and I'm loving it. For me... Double quarter pound a meal. What are you having? Oh, it's got got to be the chicken nugget share box. To myself, there's no sharing. But well, to myself, that goes without saying. But what yeah. dip? Oh, barbecue. It's a barbecue dip. Yeah. But where can people get it? So yeah, where can you get it? You can order via the McDonald's app. Um, it's via participating restaurants only. Eighteen plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. So see mcdonalds.com for full details. There's a team that we all love, playing out of person town. They've had a few promotions, but always end up going down. Play up, play up, for fail. 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 Good evening and welcome to the Ale and Vale podcast. It is Wednesday for a change because the supporters club meeting is tomorrow night. So a couple of, couple of the members are going to be frequenting that and maybe watching online. So we're going to do a Derby review and a Cheltenham preview in one. Um, obviously, Derby is going to take up the majority of the focus because we know as much about Cheltenham today as we will do. Saturday at 1pm. So, um, joined by Bez. How are you doing, mate? I'm all right, mate. How are you? Yeah, I can't complain. Just um, just, just seen the, um, in, in the group that San, uh, Andy's just sent over a um, tweet saying Duncan Ferguson's in line for the Forest Green job. Wow. Yeah. Did... Have you seen who they've signed today, Forest Green? Who? Charlie Savage from Man United. How can you sign someone? Well, I say how can you sign someone without a manager? We did, we did that, but why yes. would you do that? To be fair, he's got a very good reputation, Charlie Savage. And he obviously Robbie Savage's son for those that haven't put the links together. But he's played for United first side and they, they think very highly of him. So I'm yeah, they, he's gone there. Yeah, that, 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 is, that is a surprise. But, you know, it's one of them, isn't it? And if Big Dunk goes there, I didn't realise he was vegan. Yeah, I'm just glad we've played Forest Green home and away. Yeah. I bet Clark he is as well. I wouldn't want me on the touchline with Big Dunk. Yeah, that'd be that that'd be a um, especially without with how excitable Clark can get. Yeah. Yeah, no. I think that'd be a game where you sat on your arse and said nothing. Hmm. 
he have. But yeah, Tom will be joining us at some point, won't he? Once his computer's done whatever it's doing. Yeah, he's he's he, he says says he was just finishing off some carpet work, didn't he? So something like that. I think he's been looking at some stuff on his computer, and now he needs to wipe it. But there uh, we go. Well, as I say, well, it was a pretty poor excuse. He said they needed to update it so he could play Football Manager online. That sounds that sounds like the the sort of excuse that you give your missus when, like you say, you've been watching some dodgy stuff and. Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. And he well, probably won't listen back to this, so we won't know what we've said because with yeah. him being on, he won't listen. I was going to say that's it. So if anyone sees him around around the next couple of days, just ask just ask him how, how his hard drive is. Yeah, especially if you see him at Cheltenham when he's had a beer or two. Yeah, he won't have a clue what you're on about. No, no, go for it. So we played Derby last night, Johnny. Yeah, we did. Do we have to talk about it? Yeah, because I actually think there's a hell of a lot of positives to take from that game. And there is. There's a couple of negatives, yeah. But do you know what? For me, my opinion, for 70 minutes, we were at least as good as them. For me, slightly better. And I do mean slightly. Yes, last 20 minutes, they absolutely ram-raided us. Excuse the pun, because I didn't actually mean that. Normally, I mean that. That would normally be a dad joke, but I didn't mean that. You, you did well by accidentally. Yeah, they'd ram-raid us. And they did Ram Raiders. They did. Um, so for for all for all, all the listeners out out there, I say all of them. The one that's tweeted us, we'll do a deep dive on it, won't we? <laughs> we will. Proper deep dive, just like Ofsted do. Yeah. So I'd, I'd like to say, I'd like to say I remember who, um, who who tagged us in it, but I've got a shit memory. So I do. I think it, Paul. I think it was. <laughs> who is a teacher, which is why I obviously linked it to Ofsted. Yeah, fair because enough. He messaged me before getting him a ref for a teacher's game, which I managed to sort for him. Ah, right, okay. And if your name isn't Paul, I'm sorry, I've got a shit memory. <laughs> I've had a migraine yeah. for two days. I was in bed Sunday, Monday. That's not good, is it? No, no. Pulled myself off my sit bed for last night, though. Yeah, for 70, like you say, for 70 minutes, it was worth it. And then the last 20, it was a bit... It was gutting. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not disappointed by it. I'm more disappointed by some of the shit I've seen online. But yeah, some of the reactions, typical overreaction. We've lost a game of football, and it's yeah, like it's it's just it's frustrating. Like before kickoff, I got it, and as I said, I said before we started recording, going to look like a bit of a twat when you when you read out what I sent, which I've got them. Yeah. So go on. Let's so, get it away. So, yeah, before kick And I do think when we get into players, we're going to have some differing opinion on players as well. So, that'll be interesting to see. Um, so, before kickoff, you sent me five sick emojis. And I don't mean sick down with the kids. I mean sick as in about throw up. Um, woeful front three. So, that'll be interesting. Have a little deep dive on that. If yeah. you can call it that, Massey Butterworth politic will not work tonight. Cass, what's going on? Two-man midfield isn't going to be fun versus these. Long night ahead. Positive to see Proctor on the bench. And that's why we get you to message me before the game so we can get some pre-match reaction. Um, you're not just looking back in hindsight. So, woeful front three. Talk to me about that. Massey Butterworth politic. Yeah, I was right, wasn't I? I'm shite. Um, yeah. You know, this, this, this. I suppose this is why we do it, isn't it? Like you say, it, it worked for seventy minutes, and unfortunately, 
Butterworth ran himself into the ground and Dennis was intent on having Cheltenham off. So, because um, I think if we would have left him on any longer, he definitely would have got himself sent off. Mm. So, it's, yeah, you can't, you can't criticise any of the three too much. Massey was brilliant, I thought. Um, we'll get into it more when, when we go into it, but Butterworth scared the life out of him. And when, when Partick kept it simple, he, he, he did as well. He was the only one that, like, well, I say he wasn't. The good thing about the front three was they had a shot. Yeah, well, they weren't always great, but they were having a go, and that 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 was a positive for me. So yeah, I, I just overall it felt vile at the start, but the the starting eleven was worked. It did really well, and I think the cast injury changed it. And this is now twice this has happened. Forest Green it changed it for the better. Um, last night, I think it changed it for the worst because I'm fully of the, of the feeling that if Catwins got injured, we would have made more than one sub mm-hmm. in that block. I just think that Proctor wasn't going to ever do more than 20, eh, more than 10, sorry, if he was getting on the pitch. And then the other subs you kind of look at and go, is it a good game throw on your new lad? You're shifting around the whole back five to get him in. Is it a game for Rory Holden? Possibly, com- compared to what happened when we changed the f- the members of the front three. Um, but yeah, it was you, you can't you can't moan too much at any of the starting eleven. But... No, no, you can't. And we'll get into them as we talk. And Cass, what's going on? We won't get into that because you'll talk about Cass when we get to the ratings. But I then messaged you before kickoff because I wanted your thoughts on this before kickoff so we could talk about it on the pod. Um, give me your thoughts on Pet out the 11 because I thought it was harsh on Pet not to be in. But on the flip side, I could fully understand Funzo coming in and Garrett is more than earned his place in the side. And it was two from three. And the formation we're playing is two from three. And for me, it could have been any two from that three because I think all of them would rightly say I've done enough to earn my place in there. So I wanted your thoughts on Pet Out. And your thoughts were... Go on. I was just about to say, I think Funzo's probably the only one that you can't say is earned it because he's coming back from fit... Coming back to fitness, but... I get that, but he didn't come on against Peterborough, did he? Did he? I wasn't there, but I watched on tally, but I can't remember if he came on against Peterborough. I think he did. Did he? He obviously didn't do a lot then, but obviously when he came on against Forest Green, he was... Unbelievable. So I'm looking at that. But Garrity is more than in his spot in that two-man midfield. And I think Tom Pett has of late. So yeah. I did want your thoughts before kickoff, where you haven't got hindsight to go, well, Funzo scored and yeah. played very, very well. And wouldn't surprise me, we haven't talked about it, if you give him man of the match. He isn't mine, but it wouldn't surprise me if you give it to him. So, you know, hindsight's wonderful. And again, as you say, that's why Clark's manager. I thought Pet was harsh to be out. But I think any of the three would be asked to be out. Yeah, so, it's, what, it's one, one of the things I, I, I say, isn't it, that I would have been starting three against Derby. But And that's exactly what you said before kickoff. You said, should be three tonight and most weeks in the middle. Gaddis is done well and Ojo's a good player, so both have to play. Pet is the casualty in a two and probably a three versus weaker teams, but not tonight. So your yeah. thoughts were Pet should start in a different formation. 
Yeah, and and that's it. And and I think, like like I say, I think Pets out of the three, Pets always going to be a casualty if, say, we're wanting Butterworth in that in the hole in the ten sort of role or whatever. I think he's always going to be that casualty because Garrity and Ojo offer complete different things to Pets. Yeah, and interesting though, and this is one probably for the Thursday pod rather than now and we are just fans rather than managers and Daniel Clark's manager and gets paid for it. But we always say we prefer a three-man midfield and two up top. However, the first half against Chef Wednesday, we did the three-man midfield and got completely overrun, didn't play very well, and it didn't work. And then he changed it back to two in midfield with three up top, and we were much better. And then for 70 minutes against Derby, we played the two in midfield, three up top. And I'm saying two in midfield. Yes, I know that Benningham wasn't making a four-man midfield, but I'm talking about in the middle. So we played the two in the middle and for 70 minutes were more than in the game. When we then went to a three-man midfield, Derby completely overran us. So maybe we've got this little blinkered view of the three-man midfield or is it because we haven't got two out-and-out strikers? Yeah, I, I think it's more the strike. I think the three-man midfield works when you've got the two when you've got two strikers that can play play there. I think... It's it's an odd one. We 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 looked better with the three man midfield at the start of the season. We're looking better playing a two man midfield now. Yeah, at this minute, but Harrison, Willow, Proctor all being back, you've got to play two of them three if they're all fully fit. Yeah, yeah, and that's one for a Thursday pod. So we are joined now by Mister Own Choose Carpet. So go over to him, get your carpets, floors, laminates, rugs. Tom's here. How's the hard drive, Tom? Uh, yeah, all all good. All clear. Just up, all clear. Just updated. That was all. It just took a little bit longer than I thought it was going to when it decided to do it. Uh, the moment we loaded the pod up, uh, which is obviously typical of, you know, it's what, it's what happens when you've got stuff on there that shouldn't be. I don't think there's anything on here that shouldn't be. There isn't any more. So <laughs> let's have a look at the stats then. So as we said, ended up Vale 1, Derby 2. Vale took the lead on the 56th minute through Funzo Ojo and Derby then scored 87th and 89th. So real late soccer punch. McGoldrick with the first, Mendes Lang with the second for Derby went 2-1. Um, so just, just, go on. just before we go on, on that, did you see, did you see McGoldrick's celebration? He just ran and fetched the ball until he ran about for the first, the second. The, the the first one where he's pissing himself laughing in Smith's face. Oh, no, I didn't. I never noticed that. It's, it's bloody brilliant. Because we we, we we applaud Smithy every week for his shit housing and his little antics and stuff. And I don't know if you saw earlier in the, the in the half, him in, it, on a corner, him and McGoldrick were having a bit, bit of a to-do and Smithy was p- p- pinching and pulling at him and stuff like that. So we, we know it's going to backfire at some stage, uh, but it's it's the sort of celebration which was similar to. Have you seen the the Josh Murphy yes. waving the Southampton lad off? Yes. Like when he got to, it was similar to that sort of thing. It's it, it's the sort of nice shithousery sort of thing, as if like it's obviously it, it annoys you because you've conceded a goal, but yeah, it was, if all played it, it you'd be. You know, oh, well, well, yeah. I don't know if anyone noticed as well, and probably not because people wouldn't have been looking. But Smith did make me badly laugh during the first half. It was our corner, 
and he's gone to stand on the goalie. And you know how the goalie puts his hands up to sort of say to the ref, I'm here. Yeah. Smithy just walked up to him and I fived him. <laughs> and he, he did tickle me because I've never seen an opposition player do that. Just I fived him and then basically stood on his toes. But yeah, it did make me chuckle about it. Put him off guard a little bit then, didn't he, for what what was about to come? Yeah, he did, he did. So the stats, possession, Vale had 47% to Derby's 53. Total shots, Vale had 15 to Derby's 17. Total on target, 7 for Vale, 8 for Derby. So I think what that points to is quite an even game. Corners-wise, 7 for Vale, 9 for Derby. So I think that does really point to quite an even game. Yeah, and... You couldn't have argued with the draw, I don't think. I think, and that's why it hurts a bit more the the, the second one. But the second one was a fantastic goal, wasn't it? Yeah. Right. From from a neutral, the football, the pace from Mendes Lang was, yeah, it it, it it pissed me off that it was such a good goal. But I thought the finish was uh, incredible. Just a little flick with the outside of his foot was. Perfect. Yeah, you've got you, you've got to give credit sometimes, and we we can we can obviously throw the whole. That's why he's on ten fifteen k a week because <clears throat> will be on the upper echelons of the 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 money situation. But you you still got to prove that you deserve it. Oh god, yeah, you still got to put them chances away. Yeah. I reckon that goes in two out of twenty times. Yeah, probably. But it's, but it's the fact that he knows it's been hit with that much pace across the box as well that he's only got a guide. And Jack Stevens doesn't stand a chance with it. For no, it's, yeah, no, it's like I say, better quality. And and like I did see someone on Twitter last night, and it was a good point, and I can't remember who it was, so I'm sorry, Brad. I'm pointing out it was your point, not mine. Um, a few weeks ago at Forest Green, 85th minute, we were one nil down and won that game. You know, it's yeah. funny isn't it, how football comes around that. And if you remember last year, it was literally one week we threw away a lead in the 90th minute and I think lost uh, the game. Or the way round. Was we, it the way we, round? Did we do Leighton Orient first? Oh, I, I, I was on about thingy. Um, we picked up the points away at um, Tramier. And then the, the Tuesday, we dropped the point at Rochdale. Yes, and I think the Leighton Orient one, if I remember rightly, obviously we come from behind to win against Leighton Orient late, and I'm sure either the week before or the week after we threw a game away and added time. Sure, we did. Yeah, I, th- I think we did it. There was definitely a couple of times last season, but yeah, and you know, overall, if you'd have ended up drawing them both, it's two points. We got three from them. Yeah, so bit of realism and a bit of realism. We've played Derby home and away, and on aggregate, it's three all, and we've picked up three points. And I think we'd have all taken that at the start of the season. On Beza Bingo, I'd have him down for no points off Derby all season. So there you go. So we're three points up on Beza Bingo. Three points up. I think we're still about eight points ahead on Beza Bingo. Yeah, so, it just doesn't look, it doesn't look very good recently. Obviously, the, the postponements haven't helped. And, no. and we have been about eight points ahead for ages. So we just seem to be doing what we should now. Yeah. Do, do you want to give a massive shout out to the Derby fan who laughed and put... Ha ha, can't believe you've been beaten in your own backyard. Yeah. As if he completely forgot that October had happened. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like I say, three all against Derby over the season. 
Two you one know? away. You take that. I'll tell you what, it's a fucking hell of a playoff game, isn't it? Says yeah. <laughs> but they've got the momentum going into extra time in the playoffs after how late they turned it round. Well, yeah, we aren't uh, we aren't going uh, we aren't we aren't coming through that playoff tie. I'm telling no, you that right. No. <laughs> if you're three one up on aggregate going into the eighty seventh minute and yeah. it finishes three all. Extra time, you're gone. Your legs have gone. But your I think, gone. To be fair, I think if you'd have told uh, them 11 lads on the pitch at the end that we've got another half an hour to play, they'd have gone, fuck that, just let them have it. Yeah. <laughs> and I do think, I don't know what you two thought, but after Cass went off injured, uh, Mal Benning looked as though he was really struggling to me. And so did Funzo. I don't know if Funzo was just tiredness, but at one point, he did look as though he was hobbling and Mal looked as though he was hobbling and... I think we were the walking wounded. I think there was yeah. a, I think there was a few that, just over the course of ninety minutes on the pitch, you've got an accumulation of fatigue. You know, you're running on a bog for ninety minutes solid. Uh, you've got that adrenaline where you're chasing players down, probably a little bit more so than you you do against your Cheltenham's. You, and I know you shouldn't, but it it's it naturally happens to all of us. If we we played who we play for on a Sunday. But then we played against Man United. We're probably trying harder against Man United than we are on a Sunday. Mm. Um, but and I think I was was it? I noticed it looked like he was struggling for at the end. Don't know how much of an impact it had on in the first half when he went in for the slide tackle and kind of fell over everything. Uh, he got mixed up on the floor and everything. Uh, there was a couple of slips that looked like they did themselves, uh, a couple of dead legs from players trying to roll each other. So I don't know how much of an accumulation, whether that was today, get everybody in an ice bath and see see what the damage is. Yeah, quite possibly. Because there's gonna be there's gonna be somebody out of that fourteen players who played who won't play Saturday because they've got a knock. Yeah, well Cassie went off injured, didn't he? Mm, That's yeah. your obvious one to begin with. But let's see. Let's see, Johnny. You, we give you pre-match thoughts and that. So let's start with a rating for the manager and the coaching staff. Yeah, I, th- I think eight, eight out of ten is fair. I think you look you look at the subs he made when he made the the two the two wide men subs. Butterworth was flagging out his arse and had to, that that sub had to be made. Was it the right personnel? We didn't really have a lot of choice. It's Mipo or Holden, isn't it, really? So, again, had to happen. Dennis, if he stays on the pitch, in my opinion, he gets sent off because he he was like a bull in a china shop at times. Um, so that had to happen. And again, that's either a pet, which I was calling for at the time, to, to add a bit of stability in the middle, or it's... Again, Holden, and you you stick with the same same sort of formation that's got you there. But had we got enough in the tank to carry on playing like that, I, I, I don't know. Um, my only criticism about it is I personally would have made another change with Cass, Cassie's sub. Um, obviously, everyone would wanted to see Proctor, but... I think I would have made another change just to get a fresher body in there to try and help us out because it was going to be a long 20 minutes, like Tom, you've already said. 
the pitch wasn't great. And it's, yeah, that when they're bringing on a lad that Everton poached from Stoke at 13 and they the Everton fans adore him already and bringing on James Collins that has scored goals at this level consistently, they're always going to they're always going to have a bit of an advantage then, aren't they? Let me throw this one at you. Go on. And to Very be fair, it's, it's only because I'm looking at this in front of me that I can do this. Otherwise, Lewis Cass going off. Who is the other change you would have liked to have done if no fitness worries nothing? Um, it would have been Proctor on. Yeah. Why don't you think Proctor come on then? Because I don't think he had 20 minutes in him. Would it surprise you if I told you Lewis Cass didn't go off until the 80th minute? Yeah, because because well, we'll play seven minutes added time, so no, not really. It surprised so, me. I thought Cass had gone off earlier than that, in all fairness. And looking at this now, seeing him go off in the 80th minute, maybe we could have shut Proctor on at that point as well. Yeah, on on that, I, I honestly thought it was 70th, 70th, 75th, latest. So I thought it was too much for Proctor. So, yeah, I am, I am now more disappointed in that, actually, now you've mm-hmm. told me that. Yeah, I, and to be fair, if I wasn't looking at it here... I wouldn't have guessed it was the 80th minute. I thought it was earlier than that. Yeah. Does it... Does it, by that point, does Clark, you already know there's going to be six, seven minutes added on? Yeah, possibly. But I tell you what... If so, that... you know, so you know, whilst, whilst it's still only, yes, there's 10 minutes of normal time, yeah, but it, it's all well and good. It's saying if someone goes down in the 45th minute for 20 minutes... It's all yeah. well and good making a sub in the 80th minute, saying there's, you know, there's 10 minutes of normal time. But if there's half an hour left, in, in effect, isn't there? And what was it? There was five minutes added in the end, six, five? Seven. Seven. So that many? Yeah. But yeah, yeah seven. 80th yeah. minute. I would still like to think Prox could have come on and done 10 minutes plus added, knowing that there yeah. was Yeah, or, or what's the point of putting him on the bench instead of someone like Rob, Sammy Robinson or, yeah. like, must be someone else that could have filled that void? And maybe controversial, but at that point, Mipo had been on the pitch for 17 minutes. I'd have brought him off for Proxy. You've got to be careful yeah. if you're doing that. I get, I get what you're saying, but you, you, you can destroy. You're going to destroy the lad, aren't you? I think he destroyed himself last night. Yeah, I get it, but you, you could argue the same about Forrester and Pet. And you could, you could. And I do think the defence I give for Mipo is I think he works well with a big man. He isn't the big man. You can't just play long balls to him. I think no. him and Addison, you saw the forest green. That worked where Addison's doing the bullying and the flecking on and Mipo's running. Mipo isn't your main man up front for me at this no, stage I... of his career. Maybe in three, four years' time when he's developed, I don't know. But at this stage, not for me. No, he, he's, he's, definitely, he's definitely a striker in the two. Yeah, but again, we hadn't got a lot of choice on the bench with Willow out, with Addison out. I get it. So, right, that's the um, manager. We'll do ref watch here while we're here. Um, politics booking in the first minute, bang on. No complaints whatsoever. It was a booking. The second the tackle went in, I turned to my dad. I says, it'll be lucky escape a booking. And you know what? I'm marking the ref up for booking him that early because a lot of refs wouldn't have done it and have gone, oh, it's the first minute of the game. A yellow card to yellow card. And then let's forget about the fact that politics been booked. Darby, can you still hear me? Yeah. 
Yeah, it's all right. I knocked uh, me pad and I thought it had gone on mute. Darby, I thought you were asking Darby if they could still hear you. I thought no. you were doing a bit of a shout-out. Darby, no. if you can hear me! Can you hear me now? No. <laughs> Darby then committed three fouls in the next 20 minutes that Vale fans were up in arms asking for a yellow card. If politic hasn't been booked, Vale fans aren't asking for a yellow card because they weren't yellow card offences in isolation. No, no, they were. They weren't. But that the, the first one, the first one where where he where where he blocks politics off a yeah. yellow card very long. Uh, politics think... knocks the ball past him and Davies stands still. Yeah. Davies, he doesn't have to move out. If he's moved in front of politics to block him, it's a yellow card offence. He stood his ground. Yes, it's a foul. I'm not saying it's not a foul. It's not a yellow card. He can't get out of the way. There's nowhere for it's him to not... go. Politics well, then... runs straight at him. For, for me, then it's not a foul. If you're if you're saying it's not a booking, it's not a foul. No, it's a foul because he's, he stopped him. But he can't he, go yeah. anywhere. He hasn't deliberately put himself in that position to block so politics. Then, so for me, then, that's not a foul. But it says by the law of the game. Yeah, well, that's, well, that's where the laws of the game again are falling down. Because if you're saying it's not a yellow card because he hasn't deliberately done it, but it's a foul because he hasn't deliberately done it, that makes no sense. That's bonkers. It's either a foul and a booking or not a foul. The only reason it's a booking is if he deliberately puts himself in the place of politic so if he moves to the side to stop politic and just blocks him off yellow card all day long he stands still and he so hasn't what got time saying, to move Bez, out the way is what you're saying that politics just looked at him and thought i'll run into you yeah politics brought up <laughs> and that's what footballers do is this, we all is this the one on the paddock side yes yes where there was a little interchange and he tried yes. to knock it yeah. in knocked it, knocked yeah. it through so that was the one. That was the only one I actually thought was a booking, I didn't um, think it was. because because of where the area that we were moving into, that was why I thought it was a booking because we were essentially getting into the box to, well, we're going on the yeah, first half. Now we were gonna we were gonna put it in the air to their six foot five centre halves against our six six inch strikers. Yeah, um, no, I get what you're saying. Get what you're saying for but, me. And football's yeah. game of opinions, for me, it wasn't a booking because their defender has just stood his ground. And he hasn't stood his ground when politics running at him from 10 yards away and knows exactly what he's doing. He stood his ground when politics gone from one, two, two yards away and ran straight into him. So for me, it is a foul. It's not a booking. My opinion as a referee, other referees, I could see go, for me, it was a booking. For me, it wasn't. The one that the ref got seriously wrong for me, was second half politics running at their defender, knocks it past him, and he grabs politics arm and pulls him back. He doesn't. From my angle, he did, but you're again, you're a different angle. I was right behind it, and he's yeah. grabbed at him and missed him. Right. But yes. whether, whether he's felt that it literally, you couldn't, his shirt didn't move. Right. And and I think there was there was. I can't think it might have been Ben Carity. Almost. It Ben <laughs> Ben kind of conflicted himself slightly, I think, because I think he had a go at polity for going down so easily. But then Ben wasn't getting on with the best of friends with the ref last night. So I think then Ben still went to the referee after and said, Why haven't we had a free kick? kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And they nearly scored from it. From the paddock side, I thought he pulled him back. So I was going. Well, I actually think the ref had a decent game last night. And I gave him seven out of ten, and I don't think he crumbled to Vale fans' pressure to give Derby players bookings. So I actually think the ref had a decent game. I thought it was okay. I thought he was a a, a six. 
thought he was probably just average. I don't think, think he was particularly good. I don't think he was particularly bad. Yeah. yeah. I think there's a lot thought he was bad, and I, I didn't see that. No, he, he wasn't a bad ref. I, oh, I just, bad, we've had worse. Yeah, we've had yeah. worse. I think, I, I, I think if, if you actually look at it, I think you should have sent Politic off, yeah. to, be, to be fair. So you probably should be marking him down for that. Which because second, yeah, like, was nothing springing to mind. The trip, the trip. Dive. Oh, no, I thought there was one just before he got taken off as well, yeah. and he, wiped one of their, he took one of their lads out. Yeah, yes. he did. Well, the, 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 the dive's a yellow simulation. So it, it, it's, there's a lot of, there was a lot of things that Polity did. And in the first half, not long after he, he got booked, he went, he went in very high with his foot. And luckily their lad just stood about two yards away because a lot of players now will just duck their head, won't they? And take, yeah. take a, a semi, semi whack to the face. And then, yeah, I, I think, I think, I get what you're saying about the referee. I just don't, I, I don't think that he was, he wasn't bad, but he missed a couple of things that the the one in the first half, like I say, I think is definitely a booking. And then the, the chances are another ref sends Politic off. Yeah, yeah. And um, another ref probably does book the Derby lad. Yeah. It was Curtis Davis once in. As, as I say, for me, it had been harsh. And I think there's one where was a brought a free kick in the second half that he gave. And I thought, actually, that's not a free kick. I thought was a ran straight into the Derby bloke at one point. The, the, the in front was, of launch. There was one. There was one that uh, really made me laugh that he he didn't give against us, and it was the Lewis Cass pulling their lad back and just stopping him running when he was running through on goal. Yes. Uh, and it was it. I think Smithy was just about there enough that he would have not sent him off. Mm. But it, it was a foul because he had older the lad. But I think it might have been. I can't remember whether it was. Is it Dob? Is it Dobby? Dobbin? Dobbin, Dobbin. yeah. Yeah, Dobbin, lad. Yeah, I think it was him. And I think Cass knew if it might have been him, it might have been something yeah. else. But they were getting away from him and he pulled him back anyway. Right, yeah. There we go. There's the ref done. So let's get into the players then. Gianni, starting with you, I've given him a lot of stick of late. My man of the match, Jack Stevens. Yeah, well, um, I had a message today saying, saying from one of the listeners that they had a tweet ready saying, "Bez, there's your man, there's your match-winning performance," and then we conceded too late on, so he, he deleted it. Right, he hadn't told me about that, so I don't know who that was. But um, yeah, I didn't know about that. My man in the match, yeah, I thought he pulled off two or three excellent saves last night. Yeah, it was very good last night. Jack was, you know, what I mean, there was a couple of couple of times when. He, he might have done a little bit better with balls into the box, um, but I think after, I think he'd been bollocked after Peterborough, so he was coming and punching. And I don't mind that if you're getting if you're getting it out and wide. His distri- distribution was good when when we had the three on to start with. I think he was finding the right sort of channels in the areas for them. Um, when they went off, it 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 went a bit to pot, but. I don't think that's all on him. And it was, yeah, it's probably his best performance in a Vale shirt. And I do think that there was, there was two or three close close range saves that he made, which were, you, you, you sat and thought, they're good saves. They are Jack. Well done, mate. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, solid, solid, solid eight, eight out of ten. Yeah, Tom. Uh, yeah, um, I think that was. Now nah, this is probably might be a little bit harsh, but it, this is just completely off the top of my head. I think that was the first game that he's played for us where I've thought he's made two or three belting saves that have kept us in this. Yeah, the only other that springs to mind off the top of my head was Barnsley away. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if they were... I mean, he made the one at... Uh, was it at 1-0? Yeah, and there was a couple of camera saves at Barnsley away. Yeah, but they like the ones last night were the ones where I thought he's got a score. Yeah. And that, that that for me is... If I think someone, if I think a striker's got to score and the keeper saves it, good save. Yeah. Because if you're spreading yourself... Like, I think the McGoldrick one... He's just made himself big and it's hit him the fir- the, in the first half. Yeah. Um, and then, but obviously, then you've got the 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 McGoldrick. I think was the drive in the second half when he's tipped it around the post. Yeah. That was good. He did well to get down so quickly to that. Then you've got did the one on one massive bobble that did as well. Did it? Yeah. That that flicked up. That flicked up about on the six yard box. So if it bob bounced over him, you you couldn't have blamed him for that. Yeah. He's, he's actually reacted really well to lift his hands up. Yeah, and then there was obviously the one, the one-on-one where the lad has got to got to score. Mm. In the um, first half as well, the, the the one that's just where he comes storming out and slide sliding and gets his hands on it and looks like his body's about to come out the area as well. Yeah, where he closes yeah. down really well. I thought I thought that was brilliant goalkeeping. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, like Johnny said, all round uh, pretty pretty impressive performance last night. But I hope that gives him something now to build a bit of confidence. Yeah, I hope that, so. You know, that, and I hope the the two goals don't knock the wind out of his sails. I don't forget it keepers stopping either. That would agree. Either Indeed. goal, uh, unless. I think genuinely think the only way a goalkeeper stopping the second one is if he's actually in the wrong position and he's near post. Yeah. Um, yeah no, I'm with you. For me, yeah. best game in a veil shirt and more of that, Jack, and I'll be more than happy, more than happy with that. Tom, you first on this one, another one who I thought had one of his best games of the season, Lewis Cass. Uh, decent game from Cassie. Probably, like you said, one of his better ones. Um, still... Makes me a little bit uneasy, but weirdly, after last night, is is he proving himself to be more of a right centre half than Forrester currently? Could there's, be argued. Could there's, be argued. There's, there's there's question marks over. Are are we needing to? I don't know. Are we needing to move this? The problem we've had is I, th- I genuinely think out of Smithy, Forrester and Jones, they've all looked the best in the middle of the three. Mm. And sometimes Cassie's been forced out because of that. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, the injury seems to be a shame. It seems He seems to be another one at the minute who's picking up injuries that aren't really his fault. Uh, hopefully that one Last night isn't too bad. Hopefully, it's just a bit of fatigue, maybe mixed with a dead leg or um, something like that. But yeah, I'm all in all happy with him last night and hope 
again, hopefully he's another confidence player who can build on that. Yeah, I hope so. And I think 95% of the listeners and fan base will disagree with me on this. I think I'd like to see Mordecai as a wing-back than actual centre-half. No. I disagree with you there as well. So. Yeah, I, I think he's better on the ball carrying it forward than he is defending. Although, like I said, I thought last night he was brilliant. He runs out of ideas for me. Is he better than Worrell? Well, no. So, they, so is he better than Sammy? Depends which Sammy does it. It depends which cast though, doesn't it? So, yeah, it does, does. Yeah, does. He's, 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 he, I think, I think what cast needs is cast needs a position. So we either need to say to him, you're our right centre off, and that's where he, he can train and work on and develop. Because I, I don't think switching and changing him around is going to do him any, any good at this stage. So, but I thought for it's worth, I, I thought he had a brilliant game. Um, he, he was a contender for man of the match to me until he went off. Yeah, potentially he was he was up there. I think I think maybe that's because it was Lewis Cass, and it's noticeable that he had a good game compared to what his others are. Uh, but solid seven seven out of ten for me for Cassie. Um, Goodwin's been shouting at me because apparently I missed a couple of um, uh, ratings in the last couple of pods, so he's at, he's, he's having to fill in the averages. For, for us because he's keeping note of all my ratings and going to tell me who our player of the season is at the end of it oh so good, good idea Matt I like that yeah he, he's doing right. that for us um, so yeah honest, so, Matt, Matt was the last person I thought would be doing homework yeah <laughs> it, it, it depends what your class is homework mate I think he's doing it whilst at work so oh right fair enough so he's just <laughs> just tossing work off essentially <laughs> Yeah. So, what? Well, any <laughs> job description as any other duties. <laughs> if, if if his MD's listening, his MD's a shit fan anyway. So. Yeah. So he won't be listening. Yeah. And if you are, what the fuck are you doing listening to this? Go listen to your own <laughs> podcast. <laughs> and leave our Matt alone. Well, yeah. No, but Cass. Cass, I thought was I thought was good yesterday. I think similar. City started how we started against Peterborough, and I even I even said to. To Goodwin and Jamie yesterday, I said that that's the cash you want to see. And he started bright, he looked well. There's a decent player in there somewhere. It's just figuring it out, out how you get it out of him. And if it is a confidence thing, hopefully the injury hasn't knocked him for six because he he played well yesterday. Yeah, and the, did crumble when he went off. The problem we've got for me now is. Lewis Cass needs a string of games playing right centre-half and playing week-in, week-out if that's where he's going to play. And so does Will Forrester. And obviously both of them can't. We're, for me, now, we've got to the stage where barring injury... Not a right centre-half, they can't. Yeah, I don't, I don't think Forrester's a right centre-half anyway, but... No, I don't. I think he plays better in the middle. I'm with you both yeah. on that. But I think what we need to do now, barring injury, is say to one of them, you are starting the next five, six, seven games, go and have a run of games. Obviously, boring an absolute disaster and it's we need to get you out. But I think for both of them, they both need a run of games. Uh, yeah, I think I think they do, but I think they're also they've both got to put in a performance when when they're having it and mm. up until yesterday neither of them had really cemented it recently. No, and I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that. So Johnny, you next captain for the night, Smudgy. 
he wasn't put in a nice place by Dan Jones, was he, for the first? Um, thought he was a bit of an hospital pass across to him when it should it should have just been fucked off at the time and we reset. It's That pass is similar to what Smithy did last season when Smithy tried to keep it in down the paddock side when he should have just put it in the paddock and reset. I think Jonesy should have done the same there, but Smithy's then got caught out a little bit on the ball and then it, it's come from the next phase where they've scored from. I'm not blaming Smith there, but um, he's, he's, he's part of it. But I thought, on the whole, Smithy had a good game. Um, we No one had a bad game, and this is the frustrating thing about it. It was, no, it was a solid seven, seven out of ten. Could he have done better with the pass from Jones? Potentially, but it was an hospital pass on that pitch. And I can't think of anything other than his header that he had in the second half. He should be hitting the target with that, at least. And he looked frustrated by that as anyone. Uh, but overall, decent from Smithy. He, he dealt with McGoldrick and Collins pretty, pretty well. Um, and yeah, it's just... Can't the the second goal in particular? He he does what he needed to do by following his man, whereas the other the others didn't really do their jobs. So, which was a, a shame really for everyone. So yeah, not a bad performance from Smithy. Yeah, Tom. Uh, yeah, uh, same. Uh, thought he was excellent. For 85, you know, he was in the way of absolutely everything. He was left foot, right foot, just blocking. I think even the ones that they scuffed, he was just making sure they got away. And and I am I'm gonna blame Jonesy for giving the ball to Smithy, but I also think he still had enough time. For some sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> He looks like he can't kick it. Just welly that fucking thing. Couldn't give a yeah. shite on 87th minute where it goes. Just welly it. it. It was still took too long for him to, you know, and, and it got blocked and it was, went out to the left-hand side. There was, you know, whilst I'm going to put the majority of the blame at Dan Jones's door for that messing about, I, I there's got to be some at Smithies because he still had enough time to welly it away. Uh, for me, but that is the only criticism of another of a of a good performance from him, and you know it's it's what we come to expect from Smithy. We we thrive on the evenings when he comes up against these well known big lads, and he seems to do well himself. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm happy with yeah. him. Just unfortunate that the last five ten minutes happened. Yeah, with you both. And for me, what really stood out for Smithy last night is last time he had the armband, he was a young lad and he looked like the armband weighed him down. I thought last night he grew into that armband and he's a future captain in the making wherever he will play his future. Hopefully it's at Vale. If he goes elsewhere, there's a captain there. And for me, he was excellent as captain. Obviously, he passed the armband on to Pet when he come on. For me, there was no need to do that. I get that Pet's your vice-captain. And I get why they did it and totally understand. I thought Smithy had a proper captain's performance, as you say, Tom, for 85 minutes. And then 
it isn't just him, is it? There's others. And going on to others, he split the fan base in half, maybe not in half, but he split the fan base. Tom, Dan Jones. <laughs> well, I mean, he has royally split it, hasn't he? Yeah. There's not just a, oh, I don't rate him. And uh, I do rate him. It's full on. He's brilliant. He's shite. Yeah, there's no one between. There's no one saying no, he was okay. No, it's either um, he was excellent or he was awful. Yeah, there's. I mean, there is. I think there is people who are uh, picking out. Yes, uh, the crossfield balls. What I will say is, it's uh, that for me isn't just on Dan Jones. There's no, there's no, at no point is he just deciding that he is now going to start pinging crossfield balls all day. We did it quite a lot in the first half of last season, uh, and it worked. But you can only do it for a period of time because it gets found out, uh, and fullbacks become aware to it, teams become aware to it. But that, there's got to be a tactical choice behind that. Clarky has got to be saying, "Give it to Jones." Jones, he's looked for Warrell. If he's been told to do that, he's doing it, isn't he? Every mm. as much as he possibly can. Um, the he frightened the living shit out of me with his Croyton after about four minutes. That I thought he was turning around a lorry. Um, but for me, Jones has been probably our most consistent player for for me personally um, this season. Um, I'd, I'd probably count on one hand the amount of bad games I consider he'd had. Um, there was last night for me wasn't one of his better games. You know, there was a couple of times he he jumped for headers and probably got the jump a little bit wrong. Um, but they're also in the same breath as that. There's times when I've seen him jump and he's getting a foot and a half, two foot above the man he's jumping with. Um, so I. Jonesy, for me, is very much a League One centre half. Johnny, um, well, at final whistle, I had a bit of a to do with someone because as the players were coming over, someone decided to shout "fuck off, Jones, you're wank," and it 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 confused the living shit out of me how anyone can say he's wank. I don't think he had a great game yesterday. I think in the first half where he tries that crossfield ball in our box and he tits there, lad, he nearly, he nearly killed me off then. And then to, to do it again in the second half, like was uh, I was convinced that Dan Jones would be the death of me yesterday. Um, defensively, he was decent. Like you say, Tom, he won, he won his head as well. He gets up, he's not scared of a fight. Regardless of who it is, he's he, he's he's out jumping, he's muscling. I just think he just needs to he needs to work on his distribution, and by that, his long range passing is brilliant. It's knowing when to pass play it short sometimes, and I think the team's got to take a bit of the the flack there as well, because a couple of times they just stand there and look at Jones going, "Go on then, pass it." It, it one of them diagonals, Dan, and they just all stand there with a man, and it's like, well, that's not how this works, but. Yeah, for me, he was he, he was seventy percent at fault for the first. So he is knocked down to a six, but it's it's not a disastrous performance. I don't get why people think he's wank, but it's opinions yeah. in it. 
It is. I actually thought you were going to come on here and rave about Jones Sale while he played. So I'm actually glad you've said that because that was where my thoughts were with Jones. I did think that was one we were going to end up having words on because I thought last night was one of his poorer games of the season. I really do. Six is probably fair. If I'm being harsh, I might say five because I think there was times where he, he was trying to give him a goal last night. And he wasn't the only one. We'll come to someone else that tried to give two goals away. But he was trying to give them a goal last night. And I think he was definitely the weaker of the back three last night. But I'm with you, Tom. Dan Jones is a league one centre half for me. He's very good. Like Jonesy, last night was a poor game for me. I did think he had a poor game last night. So I'm probably a bit more critical than you two on last night's 90 minutes. But overall, like Dan Jones, no problem with Jonesy in the side. Um, then it is you first, Johnny, and we'll go from right to left as you like. So across the midfield for Mr. Waddle. He's bloody awesome, isn't he? Here's one for you. Before you get into last night, as far as we're aware, he's out of contract end of the season and we don't hear anything on contracts anymore. Yeah. Has he got another 12 months in him at League One level? Yeah, Waddle has. Yeah, I agree. I, I've heard people saying he hasn't. I agree. I think he has. I think I think I think he 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 would accept himself there. It'd be more he's probably a, going going towards a squad player, but when he pulls out performances and he's getting up and down like like he was last night, and he's he's a leader. That's what I like about him. He's a pure leader, and we we play well when Dave Warrell plays well. And last night he was he was brilliant. He led by example. He helped Lewis Cass out phenomenally. He helped Butterworth out a lot. He was bollocking them both when they were when when they were not linking up properly and the runs weren't how where he wanted. The only thing I I don't like about Dave is he gets the halfway line now and stops a lot of the time. I think that's tactically. So I'm not blaming him specifically, but with his ability on the ball, I want to see him in that final third delivering. But yeah, it was a good performance last night. Defensively, offensively, was good. Um, but only that, do you know what I mean? Only good because I think it was he was asked to do another job defensively for for a lot of it, and we did concede the two goals, and they did both come down his side. And the second one, he. He just lies on the floor thinking the ball's going out for a throw-in and then sees it isn't and then like goes, oh shit, and he get up and then he's completely out of position. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that's because he was blowing out his arse at that point and probably shouldn't have been on the pitch. But if you're on the pitch, you've got to get up and dig in and find your second wind. I say second wind, he's probably out his fourth at that point. But yeah, he's a, it's still a good performance though. It's just that's 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 my one criticism of Dave, and I think I think we've got to be fair. We criticise everyone else, so you can't be immune from it. But still, solid 7 out of 10 performance for, for was. Yeah. It's half-time. He was my man of the match at half-time because I thought he was the best player on the pitch with all 22 at half-time. But I thought second half, you could see he's a bloke that's been out injured for a month and you can see why he got subbed off against Peterborough. Tom? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, very much similar to what Johnny said. There was... Uh, the the one thing that Johnny touched on then was the frustrating thing for me was the appealing for the throw-in. Uh, uh, no, p- appealing for the foul, I think it was on Ben Garrity in the run-up to the second goal. Um, I, 
remember him way on the floor. I can't can't remember what it was for. Like oh no, I think it was no, it was Garrity who was taken out. Uh, yeah, but whether it I, see the jury's still out for me whether it was a foul or not. I I, I don't think it was. Um, but was as turning around looking at the referee as if to say that's a foul. Give the foul with his arms in the air while their lads keeping the ball in play. Um, so it's just that was the frustrating thing on my side but then I I still think we need to try and get him on the ball higher there is very rarely when he gets the ball in in that 18 yard by 10 yard space down the side of the box it's very rarely the ball doesn't come into the box or we don't get a corner or something from it. Mm. So that for me means we've got to try and get into that position, him into that position more. I appreciate it's a lot very difficult when he is a right wing back. Yeah. It's going to be a sad day when he does leave the club because you don't replace players like it was easily. No, not at all. Not at all. And is it his seventh year with us? Seventh or eighth, something like that. It's a hell of a, you know, there was, uh, is Dodsy the last one who's done that long? Possibly. It's Smudge's similar time. Oh, Smudge's Smudge Smudge probably similar. He's probably going to outdo that, isn't he? But Yeah, he's probably longer with your youth team, etc. Smudge, but first team, Smudge was Bruno. Obviously, was his yeah. debut. Was, was already then at, was he? No, Michael Brownborough wasn't, didn't he? Because he yes. tells you every time he's on yeah, Sky. Yeah, he only mentions it once or twice on Sky. So, that's... so actually, Smithy would have been in the first team before was arrived. Because he should have been the same season, wouldn't it? Because hmm. Ma- Michael Brown took over after Bruno. Yeah, yeah. he did. Relegation soon, yeah. So, Smithy must be the longest serving and then was his six months after for first team. I, I, wanna, I, I just want to put an apology out there. Yeah. It wasn't Warrell with his hands in the air. Oh, was it not? No, I'm just, I'm, I'm just re-watching it back now because I thought he was lay on the floor. No, he was just, he was knackered and he was he, he was just jogging backwards as if to say, I really don't want to be doing this. Uh, was he? Who was the one yeah. with the arms in the air then? Pet. Oh. Right. Are you sure? I'm, I'm, watch, I'm watching it in front of Send me now. Sending yeah. me, I'm not having this. I haven't watched any highlights, to be fair, from last night. I haven't brought myself to watch it back. But there we go. So, we're done, Was Moving on. Centre midfield. He was back in the starting 11. His first goal for the club. Tom just wants to have fun, so. <laughs> uh, that was probably one of the most complete performances on his return from in. I'm, I'm not going to count. I mean, okay, in the 90 plus. 15 minutes at Forest Green, was it? Yeah. Bloody hell. It's like a new signing, isn't it? He can t- he's, he's, he's reading of the game is something else. Um, he's, his energy, and I still don't think he's up to the same energy levels he was before. To me, it looks like he's filled out a little bit as well. Um, whether that's, I don't know, <laughs> that's not me saying you know, you haven't played for five months, you've had to act. That's, that's <laughs> you saying you've had a good Christmas. <laughs> um, but what I will 
yeah, he, I mean, he panic on the ball, does he? At all. He, he just... And there was a couple of times, and I thought, and this is naivety probably of me. There was a, there was a couple of times I think he he took the ball down different routes that I probably wouldn't wanted him to take him. But he's a, a much better footballer than me. He's obviously seen a different thing, and and. And he came away. He, he never lost it, kind of thing. That was, I think, that's what I'm trying to say. Is he keeps hold of that ball, um, and keeps playing like that. He's going to be imperative to the midfield for yeah. the rest of the season. Just got to yeah. keep him fit. Yeah, we have Johnny. For me, he's the he's the most complete midfielder that that we've had since Tony Grant. And he does the same sort of things. He take he takes it down in places that. You shouldn't. You, you don't want him take it down, but he's good enough to do it. He shields it well. He, he'll give he'll give a goal away at some point. He, he he likes to play football at every chance, so he'll he'll give a goal away at one stage. But it was a brilliant box to box midfielder's performance yesterday, and long may that continue. Um, wasn't quite my man of the match, um, but yeah, um, brilliant brilliant performance and a. A, a solid, a solid nine out of ten for me. Yeah, very good. Yeah, I thought he'd have been your man of the match because he was my second behind Stephen. So I can only think of one other that you may have gone for. So let's see when we get there. But moving on, next to him in another one who I thought had an excellent game, Ben Garrity. Man of the match, hands down, man of the match. Ben Garrity was bloody brilliant yesterday. He was everywhere. He puts it. He was putting his body on the line. He, he was passing it nicely. He was doing the simple stuff of he gets the ball, he gives it to Funzo, Worrell, whatever. Let them do what they're doing. He goes get back in position, does the dog work. He was bloody brilliant yesterday, and he's he's coming. He's growing into a good League One midfielder. Still got a bit of work to do. Don't get me wrong, but he's still a kid in that terms as well. What is he? Twenty three? Is he twenty four at most? Oh, I think uh, I just said twenty four, twenty five. I think he's about uh, twenty five. I got twenty five, twenty six. Yeah, I thought he was only young. Yeah, don't I've, I've, I've got him here. Professional footballer that long? Has he? He's twenty five. Twenty five. There yeah. we go. Is he just twenty five? No, coming up for twenty six. Twenty first of February's birthday. Mm. Oh, uh, we'll take him out. Oh, old bastard! Take <laughs> It's going to be the Veterans League soon. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. with you. Doug Garrity was excellent. And he's grown into a central midfielder, hasn't he? Because when he came in, he was a attacking midfielder. He's yeah. grown into a very, very good League One centre midfielder for me. Yeah, I, 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 think that's, I think that's the key. And I think there's games for Ben Garrity as well still. I think that there is there is some games where you'd probably, you could take him out and not miss him. But I'd say 99% of the games you want Ben Garrity in there rather than you not wanting him in there. But yeah, 9 out of 10 yesterday, absolutely superb for me. And I think yeah, he's, he's, back, he's back to his best. In terms of not, not the Ben Garrity we saw last season scoring goals, but he's, he's, found, he's found a new role and he's adapted to it brilliantly. Yeah, I'm with you. And then on the left, Johnny was Mal. Tom first. Oh, 
No, you're killing me, man of the match, Bez. <laughs> ben Garrity was my man of the match as well. Oh, I haven't come to you yet. Tom, no, you yeah. You look really confused then, Bez. I, well. I, was, I was thinking, now it's Johnny's turn go first. But it says it says <laughs> your turn go first next. Go on, Tom. No, I'm, I'm still on about Benny. Uh, yeah, go fantastic. On, that was the kind of central midfield performance that excites someone from a working class background like Stoke. It was gritty, it was determined, it was throw your body in the way of everything, it was head every ball, it was come off covered in shit because you've played that you've you've you know you've put your body on the line that much. Is that you calling our pitch shit? That is me definitely calling our pitch shit, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And yeah, that was probably, well, it was hands down his best performance of the season. Um, But yeah, that was an outstanding performance and long long may that partnership of Ojo and Garrity continue, hopefully. I was just about to say. Because I think they complement each other. Yeah, it was a, it was the best midfield combination as well of the season with with how they've played together. Yeah, yeah, and I've got no issue with Ben winning the ball and giving it Fonzo and saying do something with it. No, but I mean it's like I think when Sam was on the other week, he said Ben's got it in his locker. We saw it with the outside of his foot yeah. that he can do it. But you know, if he's if he's more than happy to just you know dig in when he's tackles. Cover, cover the back foot. That's fine. I, you know, give it to someone else if you feel. If that gets us up the pitch, do that. <laughs> a, a lot of modern footballers don't want to do that side of the game. Yeah, they don't want to lose it. And, and that, you know, the amount of shit that players get if they do lose the ball. Yeah. You've got to, you've got to have bollocks like space hoppers. But you know, that's part. Of, that's part and parcel of the game, isn't it? It's, yeah. There's it always is. been groans every time that someone's give it away. There always is, there always will be. There's only there's only the few people, and they're probably players like Dodsey and Butterworth, who, whenever they pass it, they get a, ooh, if it doesn't quite come off, because you know what they're capable of. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes you can see what they're trying. But yeah. Right, moving on. Moving on from Ben's um, space hoppers, we'll bounce on to <laughs> Mount Tom. Uh, that looked like a man who realised he's got a bit of competition. I thought he was much better. Um, he looked a lot more solid in his performance, like in his confidence of when to go and press, when not to press. Um, I wasn't too overly worried every time they got one-on-one with him. I didn't think he was going to get skipped past. Um, there was a couple of bits that, you know, I've seen I've, I did see some somebody say, was he at fault for passing it back to Jones in the first place? I don't think he was because he just, that to me looked like it was just a restart. Just to let's take it back out there because you've got less, you know, the players are closer to me than they are to you. So I'll just take that out there. You can cycle that. And ultimately, yes, the goal did come from that, but it's not, the blame doesn't lie at Benning's feet there for me. Um, So, yeah, I'm comfortable with a, a, a six, maybe a seven. Johnny? Yeah, it was a six for me because I'm going to be ultra-critical, but I think he was the wrong side of Mendes Lang. 
is that because Menez Lang's fucking quick? Possibly. But as a defender, you've got you've got to make sure you're the right side of your man. And in the first half, after he had that shot that went miles over, he bottled the next opportunity. And I don't like that. Like, I get that the first one didn't go anywhere, but he was in a good position for the second the second time, but didn't. And then we ended up losing it on the edge of our area when, granted, he has a go. He ends up back in the away end again, and they've got goal kit. But I'd much prefer him have a go. Like, no one moans a Butterworth when he's, when he's having a go do this, so... Uh, but yeah, apart from them two things, I think Mal was decent. He was all right. It was one of his better games recently. Um, and it coincides with signing someone that can play left wing back, doesn't it? So maybe that is what maybe that is what Mal needs. Um, we'll, we'll find out in the next few weeks, I suppose. Um, but yeah, six out of ten, decent, nothing more. I, I'm with you with the six rather than the seven. I thought it was okay. No more. Uh, right to the front three then, Johnny. Another one who I thought was excellent, Butterworth. Yeah, for the for the for the time he was on the pitch, he was brilliant, wasn't he? He he drove forward every opportunity. He kept the ball. He's the only one in our team that can play the pitch. Uh, and I don't know what it is about about him. Is he is he is he actually that much better than everyone else? Maybe barring Willow, but we haven't seen Willow for a while, so we don't know if he can on our pitch. But is he that much better than everyone else? That means he he can he can read a bobble before it happens, or is he just one of them people that's just got a magnet for the ball on his foot and don't know? He's he was just excellent yesterday. The only thing that was missing was a finish because I thought his shooting was atrocious. Mm. Um, but yeah, good solid performance from Butterworth. Seven out of ten, it would have been an eight if one of his one one of his shots had actually stung the keeper's keeper's hands, not tickled his palms. Uh, but I'm not going to moan at him for shooting because one of them eventually will fly in top corner. Yeah, definitely. Tom uh, was second, probably for me for man of the match. Um, I I assume in the in the not tickling his palms, I did not include in the goal. Johnny. Was it a shot? I yeah, know. Butterworth. It was Butterworth who hit the original shot that the keeper parried out. Yeah, it was up the other end, mate. I must. Ah. Right. I just thought, yeah, because that was I was sitting there and I was thinking, well, you know, we kind of scored off one of his shots getting parried back out. Um, I, I couldn't remember whose shot it was. More fairness. <laughs> oh, this, this, this is why you, hear, Tom. All credit, Dan. I take everything back. You, you got one. <laughs> you got one out of your twelve shots, right? Half correct. Well done, Dan. I just Is that an eight thought... now or still a seven? No, still seven. All right. I just thought... Another um, 11 was terrible. I th- I, that was his, one of his better, better games again for me. Um, he, the way he was getting inside. Um, but there was a, there was almost a, a swagger and a confidence about... Um, he knew once he got half a yard... He knew they weren't getting anywhere near him then, and he knew they couldn't touch him. Um, and I think that that almost makes him a better player because there's no hesitation; it's straight, direct arrow towards goal. Um, 
I'm a big fan of that yesterday. So again, hope we see more of that Butterworth than we see of last week's Butterworth. Yeah, I'd like him get a, again another one that needs a good run of games now. Although not too much of a good run of games if we want to sign him at the end of the season, we don't want to put him in the shop, Wendy. Mm-hmm. But a good run of games, nonetheless. Then the middle of the front three, Tom. I actually thought Butterworth would go the middle of the front three when I saw the lineup, and then it was obvious that Massey wasn't. I thought he did a decent job there. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> again, it's one of his better games for Vale. Um, and and he worked his taters off. And that's not something that... off, and I also think we lost an awful lot of something when he moved to the wing for Mipo to go through the middle. Yes. Um, Seen a few people calling him lazy. You call, I've called him that this season, but last night, and I said Don't this before, was last night. Though, there was times where Meepo had just come on the pitch and Meepo was jogging to put pressure on and Massey sprinting his bollocks off. And I also think that it, there's got to be there's got to be a level of, whilst, yes, I want players to chase things down and whatnot, there is also times when you know full well you're not going to get to a ball. And on a pitch like that, conserve your energy so that you can still be going in the in the last 10 minutes and we're not completely dead on his feet by chasing lost balls all game. Um, but no, I thought, thought he had a, a very good game. Uh, was was happy with him. Do, you, do I constantly want to see that front three? No. But I, he's, for me, He's the one out of that front three that's probably going to play the most. Yeah, yeah, Johnny. Yeah, I, th- I thought I thought it was a great performance by him. I think what what we've got to be careful of is not getting carried away that it was a a good performance by his standards because obviously, Bez, you you you're not setting his set, setting him on the highest of. Um, standard oil, let's be fair. So it's it's oh. probably his best performance in a Vale shirt for me. But what I loved about it was he, he was a nuisance. He was always running. He was always putting himself in the right places and, and doing the right things about it. It was just unfortunate that he never really got a, got a proper opportunity. It's part of that down to the fact that he's not a striker. So wasn't getting in the right positions all the time. Yeah, he, he was he was trying to get in the channels, but he, he did well. Like, and that's all you can ask. Like when when someone's playing out of position similar to Garrity last season, you just you ask them to give hundred percent and then anything else anything else that comes from it's a bonus, isn't it? So I was happy with I was happy with him yesterday, really happy with him actually. Uh, but performance wise it was it was seven out of ten. Yeah. Yeah, with you on that. And then last but not least, on the left of the front three, Johnny, was Dennis Politic. Well, Dennis had, Dennis, Dennis had like a game of three thirds for me. I think the first 15 or so minutes where he tries to pollack someone, tries to cruft in on the edge of the area where we nearly concede from it and he can't get the ball out of his feet. I was like, Amos is going to be sat up in them seats, like, really angry. And <laughs> went through Twitter going, I told you so, he's shit. And then the next 15 or so minutes, everything seemed to stick. He was doing 
he went back to like sort of the basics and picking the ball up and running away. It sounds like this is it, Dennis. Get yourself into it. This is a winger's job. And then he came out second half intent on. He just I don't know if he doesn't fancy Gloucester or Gloucestershire on a on a Saturday or something like that. But he came, he felt like he came out with the intent that ah, I'm going to get myself sent off here. Um, I think it was more to do with. I think he's a bit pissed off there isn't starting more games, which you can't blame him to for being. But his performances in the league haven't haven't warranted them either. Uh, but last night he worked hard. He got himself about. I just think that he let himself down at, at the few at the few chances he had. Um, it's it's an odd one for him and odd one for us really as well because. We have only got a couple of wingers at the club, so he he's, he he deserves another chance there because there was there was promising spells, but I don't think he's nailed his shirt to the post saying Saturday you are starting me there, Clark. Either I think Gav and Butterworth played better, and if Proctor Massey, if Proctor or Harrison or Willow are are fit enough, then I think he would be the one that misses out. Mm. Um, but yeah, overall it was a six, I think. Ah, <laughs> six. Yeah, you you nearly said five. I'm with you with six, Tom. Uh, right. Ooh. This was again, yeah, like Johnny said, it was a bit of a mixture from Dennis. The the things that Johnny's already alluded to were, yes, very, very annoying. Um, but what I will say is, for the last couple of games, I've probably been crying out that we don't shoot enough. And he did have three shots on target. Yeah, granted, you know, two were probably straight down the keeper's throat. And I think, was the, the one second off? Did the keeper make a decent save from that? Yeah, I think yeah. there was one where if he little... goes anywhere else, he's in, but he, as you say... The one, the one at the end of the first half, yeah, and he, he smashed it down the keeper's throat. That's and, it, yeah. Uh, and then there was the one second half, I think, he did he bring it down on his die and then volley it towards goal? And I think the keeper made a save from that. Um, so I'm ne- I'm ne- I'll never, ever knock anybody for uh, having a go. And because it, it seems to be the one thing that since I've been alive and been a Vale fan, we don't, we don't tend to have them players who, have a go. We always seem to be the try and overplay it and end up losing it. Um, there was a couple of times, and I think maybe possibly there's there's something Dennis loves to do, which tends to work a treat, and it's to play into somebody up front and then get the ball back off them within one. Like if they have a little touch to the side, Dennis is there and he's on, he's away. That probably doesn't work so much when you've got wingers playing up front. Uh, does it work more when you've got the likes of Jamie Proctor up there, Alice Harrison? Yes, probably. Not his worst game by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, he got a bit. You know, we we, we took him. We definitely took him off before he got sent off. Mm. Um, but not the worst. But again. Is by no means appeased me. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. And I'm with you both on that. There was 
times where I thought, what's he doing? There's times where I thought, yeah, that's what I want to see. He did try to give them two goals first off, and luckily they didn't come off. But then, as you say, he had to go and hit the target with it, which is all you ask. It only takes on that pitch a ricochet, a bobble, something, and he turn, or he catches it clean, as we've seen last season he can do. So, yeah, I was OK with politics performance. Not as good as the other two up front, but I'm with you both. He was OK. Very quickly, because we've been going nearly an hour and 20 now, and we've got to do a very, very quick Cheltenham preview. See who's up at the horses. Um, subs didn't really work, did it? And none of the subs covered themselves in glory, Johnny. Um, this hurts. This really hurts. But Pets and Forrester were a disgrace. Like, they... they, they Clarky, Clarky calls them game changers, not subs. And the only thing, the only way they changed the game was for the worse. I'll be honest, I chucked Mipo in there as well. I wouldn't let him get away with it. I'm no, I'm, I'm letting Mipo get away. I'm, I'm not letting Mipo get away with it, but the expectation is there from Pet. And I, I, I just thought Pet was really bad yesterday. I think like when, when you, I don't know if Tom, if you've looked at the link I've sent you. Yeah, it's Pet. Yeah, my apologies to was it. <laughs> yeah, you see, you see him with his hands up, and then he's close enough just to kick him. Just take that booking. Like, I'm not saying that Brad Walker's a better player. Walker kicks him there. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. as soon as in each other, that lad's running, Walker kicks him. We reset for the for the cross from the free kick, potentially concede a goal. You know what? But like, I, I just was upset by Pet. Nothing seemed to stick. I think the pace of the game was too quick for, for all three of the subs. I think they'd been thrown into a game and they didn't come on where, do you know, like sometimes you want to just kill it for five minutes, keep hold of it and let people build the way into the game. There was no chance of that yesterday. And yeah, Pet and Forrester had bad games. Forrester just doesn't seem to be able to play off the bench because. He was he, he had a poor one against Bristol Rovers off the bench, and when he was first coming on at the start of the season, he just didn't seem to be able to get up to speed. So I don't really know what the answer is. Is it that right centre half isn't for him off the bench because he's looked all right playing there from the beginning? I don't I don't know the answers, but yeah. And then and then Mipo's Mipo. You, similar to what you get with Benning with Mipo, you either get a decent you either get a decent performance or an absolute shambles and. He didn't help us out, but yeah, it was it was an odd one to take. Seeing that the eleven ran the bollocks off, and then the three that came on just seemed to not quite let the team down, but didn't didn't see didn't feel like they had the same sort of desire. Which I'm not I'm not saying that they haven't because we know that the players have. It just that's how it felt watching. Tom, anything to add? Yeah, yeah. For me, that was a that was probably one of the most difficult games this season for our players to get into uh, for coming on because it it's almost with them kind of games it feels like the longer you play the more fired up and the more into the game you get. Um, so obviously coming on for ten fifteen minutes is that is it difficult to get going in that time? But what I, I will agree. Um, with what Johnny said, I think we were discussing it in the group last night. Their, their subs came on and made their made the game quicker, and our subs came on and couldn't cope with the pace of that game. 
Um, what I did also say is credit to Derby because their pressing for that last 20 minutes, half an hour was probably the most relentless pressing I've seen down at Vale Park for years. I've not seen yeah. a team batter us for that long to that extent. Yeah, and we, and we give the Derby fans a lot of stick when we went their place because of the self-righteousness and also they were pretty poor. They didn't create an atmosphere. Fair play to the Derby fans last night because that was in a way end. They were the best I've seen down Vale Park for a long, yeah. long time. And I will give them credit for that. You know, they made a noise all game. They got the place rocking, especially when they scored, which you'd expect. Sold the tickets. We gave them some stick at, on the game at their place. So, only right to point out, yeah, proper away end. Fair play to the Derby fans. And that's it. Johnny, over to you. Very quick, Cheltenham preview. Um, so, yeah, in the 140... <laughs> yeah, see, we, we can all make dad jokes, Bears. I'll go for Garrison Savannah. Garrison Savannah, okay. I remember him coming second in the Grand National when I was a young lad. And you're, what, so 1935? Hey. Or, or, or your actual young lad, because, like, your, your personality is, like, 85 and your body's 45. I'm going to get Raquel Vale on you. Come on, Raquel, come sort him out for me, love. Oh, she's a teacher as well, so she, she tells me off. Yeah, <laughs> and, and she's going to tell him, Raquel, I've had yeah. enough of him. I don't know. Sounds like he doesn't deal very well with being told off either. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's it, no, it, it's it's the. Do you, do you remember when you were at school, Tom? And it's it's the disappointment in the teacher's voice that they I can remember people. when I was at school. But Bez is old. He probably can't remember, can he? Black and white then. Wait a minute, but Johnny it was a one year above you. Were two at school. <laughs> <laughs> How many? I think two. I think two. And Tom, two, you old bastard. And I'm only two above you. Yeah, that old, that is, mate. That was yeah. before, before TVs and stuff. <laughs> before the like Premier you. League, that was, Bez. <laughs> 91, um, I Well, you were born 91. Yeah. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now I'm more. What were you, John? You're 80s, aren't you? Eight, 89, just. All oh, right, so I'm the little baby then. You are yeah. the little baby. I'm 86, just. Yeah. December 86. I'm 91. What's this just bit? Just. <laughs> because if I'd have been two weeks later, I'd have been 87. All oh, right. Oh, no, I've had three months I got before I was 92. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah. No, so, yeah. Oh, yeah, so sorry. Yeah, sidetracked that. Sidetracked, yeah. But yeah, the, this, the disappointed thing, yeah, I get that. Yeah. Nothing worse. If you go in the Ainsworth night, Raquel, we can have him there. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. On, on that little side note, can we just say that we are at the Ainsworth night. If anybody does want a drink and have a chat with us, feel free to come and chew our ear off for a bit. Yeah. yeah well, once, once, we, once we get there and find out what table we're on, we'll tweet it out as well, because if anyone doesn't recognise Bez's voice, because that, that's usually what happens. It is. Uh, it is. Yeah. What was it? It was the clock night, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, we, we hadn't got his own table. So, and when, I've got to ask, are you Bez? Because you sound like Bez. It's like, yeah, I'm Bez. The yeah. most stoky man on the planet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mine's a real ale, whatever they've got on. Whatever, whatever they've got on. Yeah. I'll, I'll drink 
whatever's going on. Yeah, I drove the last one, but I think I'll walk down this one and have a pint. Fair enough. Yeah, so we are there. We're also at the Supporters Club tomorrow night as we're recording. So if you're listening on the Thursday tonight, well, Will Forrest is there. So me and Tom will be going in person. Johnny, are you watching at home or are you coming along? No, I'll be watching on the stream, I reckon. Um, watching it. Tom, you are still going, aren't you? Tom, I am you? still going, mate, yeah. yeah. You've still got a green pass off the better half. Yes, yeah, yeah. There we go. So me and Tom will be at the sports club tomorrow night as well. And we'll all be at Cheltenham. Yeah, we'll all be at Cheltenham. We will. Yeah, yeah. So Cheltenham, quick one, brought to you by Andy PVFC. So get, get yourself your taxi to your hotel. To, if you're going down the races at any point, I'm sure he'll take you there. Yeah, and I know we picked Kevin up, who'd been doubling. So, friend of the show, Kevin, who booked him through the show, says he had a great service. So, cheers, Andy, for that. Yeah, and if you ask him nicely, he does bring oat cakes, we've heard. Yeah. So, I'm sure it charges for it, but um, other extras may be available. I don't know, you might have to ask him. <laughs> wow. Who <laughs> knows? <laughs> wow. Don't you be. went down that road. I I was going. I was <laughs> pizza. Oh. I thought he'd gone from airport taxis to fake taxi. <laughs> what's what's fake taxi, Bez? <laughs> I haven't got a clue. <laughs> you can tell he's a single man that lives at home. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't possibly tell you. If you have Andy, you've got any jobs going? <laughs> oh, Christ. <laughs> Turns into a knocking shop. <laughs> I'm moving on to the Cheltenham game. Yeah, moving on to the Cheltenham game. We're, we're going up against a team that's lost the last four in the league. So I'll have just take the prediction of the game. <laughs> yeah, they'll beat us then. That's fine. Charles Ragland's still there, Johnny. What's he gone? Charlie Ragland? Um, Charlie's still there. He is. Uh, Plain or what the hell? Do what? Do, do all your research. <laughs> Ninety minutes against Plymouth. He wasn't in the squad the previous four, but that's because he got sent off against Shrewsbury in the last win. Uh-huh. So I don't know if that was a punishment or a four-game ban for the red card. Mm. Um, but yeah. There so yeah, he's lost the last four, which is obviously worrying with us. Um, but the. the they lost 2-1 to Bristol Rovers. They lost 2-1 to Morecambe. 3-2 to Derby. 4-2 against Plymouth. So they can score goals. Um, they just don't seem to be able to shut them out on the other end. So, um, Excuse me, George playing? George? George Lloyd. Um, he's played a couple of times. He was playing right wing back, wasn't he? Yeah, he played right wing back at Vale Park, didn't he? Let me, let me have a gander. Um, no, he's, he's not... Played since Ipswich in the league about three months ago. Oh. He's on the bench for Plymouth, so don't know if he's been injured because he hasn't been in the squad before that. Mm, possibly. Um, so he could have been injured. But yeah, Alfie May is still there scoring goals. Got got nine goals in 19 this season. So he's obviously one to watch. Yeah, not bad. And, uh, that the, is. One to, the, the one to boo is Christian Norton. Because he's on, I think. I think he's he's been at Cheltenham now, eighteen months. He was at Stoke before that, so. Right. Anyway. Yeah, I yeah. Didn't know of him to be fair. 
No, I, I recognised his name and I just had a look. I was like, oh yeah, he's at Stoke. So, it, in fact, I think I think they've just signed a centre half from Stoke as well. On loan. Have they? Who yeah. as well? Oh, they've just signed. Uh, oh shit! Because I can tell you in a minute because Kevin was messaging me. <laughs> Of course, oh, he's the family and he scored the other week and he's a big stokey, so he'll be up for the game against us. Carry on and I'll see if I can find it off, Kevin. Yeah, I can't think of his name. Uh, Aaron Donnelly, you two, what do you know about him? While I find Nothing. this player. Aaron Donnelly? Yeah. Why is he? You signing from Forest. Oh, yeah, absolutely nothing. <laughs> oh, you don't even know his name, obviously. No, exactly. Well, we were talking about Cheltenham, and then you've just properly thrown me up. <laughs> well, because he might play. Oh well, yeah, he might do. But like, at least at least set me up and talk about our players. Yeah, be... let's. Uh, well, just Godwin. Go in. well, Godwin. Well, Godwin. Well, Godwin. Yeah. Was he a talkie? Uh, not a clue, but he's now on loan at Cheltenham. He's dead helpful. Do you know that? To be fair, this come from Kevin, listener who messages me. Good friend of the show, Kevin, because he lives next door to his family. You know, like Google in, in, in Buddy, wherever you live. I can't remember where you live. No, it's stuck on fake taxi. <laughs> it would not surprise me with you. <laughs> oh, buddy, hell. Um, I'm, I'm going back. You told me, are you okay? He's a striker. Is he? Yeah. <laughs> That's why he scored for him then. <laughs> you're something special you are he, he, yeah he was on loan at Torquay at the start of the season he scored 6 and 24 for him he scored against Derby in the FA Cup as well ah and that's why that's why I recognised his name and then you told me he was centre off and it properly threw me off so I was never going to get him he's been on loan at Hartlepool as well and played for Hartlepool when we played against him last season where we won 1-0 oh uh, yeah Possibly. I don't know. Was he? Yeah, Kevin told me. Ah, oh, right, okay. There you go. Next time Kevin can tell you a bit more about him, so you 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 like actually have something to bring to the table. Come on, Kev, step up the research for me, mate. Oh, Bez can't be expected to do it all. He can't he can't provide the jokes and the and the information. <laughs> I can't. I'm a man of many talents, but not every talent. Yeah. Something like that. But yeah, go on then. Tell me starting 11. Ooh. Uh, Stevens. Uh, sorry, that was. I'm obviously sitting here talking to myself most of the time because she's just come out. Are you not doing the pod? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just reading out my team for the pod. Yeah, that's. Um, <laughs> Just say, I'm just prepping, it's fine. Uh, no, that yeah. cat's going in the canal. <laughs> <laughs> um, not anyone from the NSPCA listening. Yeah, yeah, it's not really going in the canal. I chuck it in the sea. Or even the RSPCA. The NSPCA. To be fair, I mix them because the cats are like your missus' his children. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's weird, isn't it? But um, but no, it'd be Stevens, uh, Cass, Smith, Jones. Uh, this is obviously uh, injury dependent. 
Uh, was Garrity Ojo Benning? And then the front three is absolutely anybody's guessing it. I, I would hope that we could maybe get a butter with Harris and Massey. Front three? Yeah. Um, I, I would like that. If not, I, I, it's, it's anybody's guess, isn't it? Um, I, I, obviously, Proctor wouldn't start for me yet. Um, there is going to be people who are going to put Jamie Proctor in their starting lineup because he was on the bench on Tuesday. Um, but yeah, that would be my 11. Uh, if Harrison, if Harrison doesn't make it. Yeah. You're going with the same. Probably, yeah, I'd probably go with the same. Yeah, I, I'm totally with you, and that's my lineup. And I don't think we're going to be anywhere near a position yet where you could even say Proctor do 45, Addison do 45. I don't think we're in that position yet either. If we were, I'd do it, but I'd, we're probably not in that position. Johnny? So are you saying that Harrison can do 60, 70 minutes based on the pitch then? Because what no, I what I'm to... saying I haven't even got a clue that Addison's going to make it. No, no, but if he is, if he is, what, what's what's your thought behind him making it? If he can make it, and if he can do 65, 70 minutes and Proctor can do 20, 25 minutes, go for it. If I don't think they'd be in a position where you can say to Proctor do 45. If we are, then go and do 45 each. I think it all depends on what... Do we actually know what Alice Harrison's out with? Don't no. know, but he had a scan. Yeah, so that it, it, it's all injury—it's de- all injury dependent, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's all injury dependent. For if all we know, he could have dislocated his shoulder, mm. and he's now up with his legs. Yeah, he's just got to be careful that he doesn't dislocate his shoulder. But this is the this is the downside to not knowing anything about your your team. Yeah, yeah. I think not... it's unlikely Proctor or Addison starts, but. If we were in a position where maybe Proctor's been playing on grass for two weeks and he's got a bit of fitness in him, we don't know. If he has and he can do 45, give Proctor first 45, give Ali second 45 or vice versa. But I don't think we'll be in that position. I think, if I'm honest, I think he's been training about a week. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Which, and obviously which doesn't, doesn't, for me, scream 45 40. minutes because he yeah. hasn't played in five months. Yeah, it doesn't to me. And obviously, all the suggestions are, and we don't know anything. Willow's not training you. No, I wouldn't have thought so. And I think you've you've got to also um, look at the fact. Um, I've lost my train of thought now. No, it's gone. Gone. It's gone. Come on, gone. then, Johnny. It's quarter past ten. It's bedtime. Let's wrap it up. Okay. Um... I think that we go Butterworth behind Miko and Harrison to start with. Um, but everything that you said up until that point stays the same. So yeah, I think we go to I think we go the two up front and take it that way, which then lets us have massy politic on the bench to to change it and 
them changes, I think, are okay to change. But yeah, that that's 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 where my head's at. Um, obviously, like I say fitness dependent. We don't really know, but um, let's kind of yeah. The, the annoyance when we're doing them on a Wednesday. We, let's be fair. We wouldn't even if we knew on th- Thursday. <laughs> If it's Saturday morning, we'd still be the same. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that's true. Uh, but yeah, unless someone saw the coach leave on Friday and said, "Oh, well, this is on the coach," but then that means nothing no, either. The game watch. Just be travelling there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, that that's that that's where I'm thinking and where we're at. So go on then, Bez. AV timings where we at? I say we. we where are you at? Congleton 10k. Get yourselves there, even if it's just a. Tell me, run, fat boy, run. Lovely stuff. And time me fifth goal and your goal scorer. I'm going 38th minute, Ben Garrity, 2-0 Vale. Okay. And I was very close with me 2-2 last night if Dan Jones had put his header on targets in the 95th minute. Well then, Tom, where, okay. you, where are you at? Uh, Gavin Massey, six minutes. Gavin Massey, wow. Yeah, I'm going... Proper neck on the line. And, and score. I'm going to have another guess. I'm going to go with 56% possession. <laughs> I got that right last time. And and score. score. Uh, ooh, 3-1 win. Take that. Johnny? Have we scored three goals this season in a game? That doesn't matter, mate. Yes, we have. Have we? Yes, but I'm trying to think when. I, I don't remember scoring three in the league. Uh, Fonny Screen, you plum. Yeah, Fonny Screen. I knew we had. I'm not not counting politics cross as a goal. That's what it is. (laughs) Went in. Yeah. 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 Lost the weight, you idiot. (laughs) Oh, bloody hell. See, this is what this this is what you get. Informed research. Last away game, twenty four days ago. Yeah, that's that's mental. But yeah, so for for me, I'm going Jamie Proctor, 86, 86th minute, 1-0 win. Absolute rescue. Yeah. Yeah. It's not it it's it just doesn't feel like it's gonna be pretty. So I'll be honest, I'll take a not pretty in a winner this weekend because my not worry now, but the last thing I want to happen, I don't think it will. I don't want us dropping down the table now and the season just flittering out to nothing. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying a playoff push, but I don't want to get to the point where we're looking over his shoulder and going, you know what, they're only five points behind us in the relegation zone now. And I don't think we will, but we just need to get to 50 points as quick as possible now for me. I think that's fair. Yeah. I don't think you can argue with that. And we'll touch on the window and everything next Thursday when the window's shut. Next Wednesday, yeah. isn't it? Next Wednesday. Wednesday. Next yeah. Wednesday. Because it's the fans' forum Thursday. It is, with Pet, Clark, Fleckers, Conlon. Conlon, that was it. I knew there was a fourth one. Yeah. Yeah. Pet, Clark, yeah. Conlon, Fleckers. So that should be interesting. Get yourselves there. Yeah. And we'll touch on the supporters' club meeting Saturday as well. Um, well, I say on the review of Saturday. We won't definitely won't be doing it on Saturday. Tom won't be in any fit state. <laughs> 
I might I've actually I've actually got a party as well Saturday night. So oh. it's uh, a friend of mine's thirtieth birthday. So yeah. I've got to I've got to go drinking all day in Cheltenham and then go to a party at night. So for oh, you, Sunday might be the best show. <laughs> yeah, Sunday after so Sunday evening when when you when you get in and say, well, I yeah, well I certainly aren't going anywhere Sunday. So un- unless it's to the supermarket to fetch a roast dinner to cook, obviously, <laughs> obviously to say, fetch the ingredients for a roast dinner. Not say, to say sorry for saying. To be fair, she's coming. She's coming with me to the party, so hopefully, I'll just I'll just be that bloke, you know, the one who's walking down the street, and she's saying, yeah. "Oh, you're so embarrassing," <laughs> and I'm singing like Kevin and Perry or something like. that. Well, yeah, he's, he's singing. Den, he's singing de, 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 de Dennis Politic down the street because he scored that trick. Oh, I don't know if I'll be that drunk. Do you want to? I thought you'd been walking down the street singing "Do Our Diddy Diddy Dum Diddy Dip." <laughs> Right, and on that bombshell. <laughs> yeah, and on that bombshell. Yeah, Bez, Bez, Bez has got some fake taxiing to do. Uh, <laughs> me and Tom have got some bed to get to, not to get it. Yeah, it's been a while since I've had a proposition like that. Yeah, there we go. But yeah, main, main thing is, everyone enjoy yourselves. Get down to the supporters club meeting if you can, because Johnny's Bar will be open as it's Thursday. It will. Get yourselves so, in there beforehand or going over the weekend. Yeah, go, going over the weekend. So enjoy yourselves. We'll see you at Cheltenham if you're there. Um, and then on the whole, have an ale and up the veil. So it's full time from the pod and we've just lost again. And now it's time for a treat. What are you looking for, Bez? Well, I'm looking to who's cost us today. Was it the ref? Was it the players? But whoever it was. Cheer yourselves up. Get yourselves to McDonald's. Get yourself a Big Mac tonight and enjoy it through the app. Johnny? Yeah, there we go. So, order delivery on, on the app. It's at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more details. And don't forget, have an ale and up the veil. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.